Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of podcast. Oh, another podcast episode of Car Sales One Hundred and One. So, hey, real quick, guys. Um, there's 19 more episodes before this, and there's an intro episode. Please listen to all those episodes. Please listen to the intro episode first. The reason why is because um, I messed up on the first five episodes. I changed my uh, Facebook page, and I thought I should let y'all know that. So y'all aren't kind of clueless. Also, get through the audio version of it because, or the audio of it because I didn't know what I was doing, so I had to learn how to learn what I was doing. All right, so guys, this episode uh, I decided to do something a little bit different. Uh, consistency is key. Um, consistency to the process, just consistency alone is what's going to help you be successful in the car business. All right, so let's get into some house cleaning real quick. Um, uh, by the way, I'm pumped up. Might not sound like it, but it's closed out. We got two days left. Uh, we have a certain amount we have to hit at our dealership, and I know y'all have a certain amount that y'all have to hit y'all's dealership. So don't go in these last two days dragging ass. Go in there ready to fucking kill, ready to uh, knock the ball uh, ball out of the park, and get ready for next month too. Because in the car business, I know we all have this uh, belief that one good month we're done. We're gonna wait till the tenth and get our paycheck, but that's not the case. You go from hero to zero. It's a sad life, but it's gonna happen. So I don't care if you sell 20 cars this month. I congratulate you. Um, you know, have fun, enjoy yourself for that one day or that half day, but get ready to go on the next day and knock that grind out and be uh, ready for the next month. So, y'all know where to find me. Find me on Facebook, Tony Story, uh, Tony Story S T O R I E. <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram at TNT Dad two seven two eight, and you can also find me on um, uh, LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story, S-T-O-R-I-E. All right. Also, if you know somebody that could use this uh, podcast, um, please share it with them. Not that they are starting out in the car business, but they've been in the car business for a while and you've seen them make some mistakes or you see that, you know, there could be some improvements here and there. Um, please, please share this podcast with them so that they can um, get back on track. All right. Um, and if you're a manager or if you're a vendor and I've shared this podcast with you, share it with your people uh, that you work with. Show it to them. It's, it's um, a passion project. I don't get paid to do this. Uh, even though I might start doing something that Anchor allows you to do, record a sponsorship and for every thousand episodes that you get play, paid, it's a very small, small amount, like 10 bucks. So guys, um, if you want to share it, great. I might do that. I'm not 100% sure yet. So uh, anyways. Uh, one little quick rant. So before I get started on why consistency is key. So here's one little story I was told a while back. All right. And this goes out to the managers out there that are listening. Okay. I had a manager the other day and I don't think they understand what my background is and where I've been and the level of uh, experience that I have. Um, here's one thing I know is efficiency helps you sell cars. Okay. And what tends to happen in the car business is that we sit there uh, as as salespeople, as managers, we get comfortable with the uncomfortable or we get comfortable just being comfortable. So what I mean by that is, is you're willing to sit on a nail and be uncomfortable, uh, but you're so, but you're comfortable with that uncomfortableness. You're not willing to move, get off that nail or do anything like that you're, you're okay with the uncomfortableness of the nail, um, to be comfortable, comfortable in it, if that makes sense to you. So what I mean by that is, is, uh, I don't know if y'all have ever heard the story of, um, a, a daughter asking her mom, you know, she's cooking ham for uh, Thanksgiving. And, um, the mom cuts the, each ends of the hams off and sticks it in the oven. Well, the daughter goes, well, why do you do that? Why do you cut each ends of the hams off? She goes, I don't know. It's just the way we've always done it. That's the way my mother taught me. 
Well, the whole family was over, so the daughter decided to ask the grandmother. Said, hey, grandmother, um, I just asked my mom, and she said that, you know, to ask you, you know, I noticed when she was cooking the ham, she cut each ends off because um, she just did it. And she said that, you know, she, don't, she doesn't know why she does it. Uh, she just did it, and it was maybe a family recipe or whatnot, and she told me to ask you. She goes, I don't know. That's what, you're, which, uh, that's what my mother taught me. Well, lo and behold, great-grandmother was there, and she goes and asks the great-grandmother, hey, and why do you cut off each ends of the hams? Because, you know, I kept on asking mom, and I asked my grandmother, and now I'm asking you. And she goes, oh, because we didn't have a pan large enough, so we had to cut each ends of the hams off, each ends of the hands, ham off. So the reason why they've always done it is because that's the way they were always taught. Nobody ever questioned the process. Nobody ever questioned anything about it. So what that is, is in the car business, and I, we, I know we see this every day, is that we see people sitting there and doing what they've always done and don't question the status quo or question the process. And what it does is it makes us be complacent and not evolve as a uh, dealership. You know, we're okay selling 100 cars, but there's nothing that we've looked in the process to make us sell more cars. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, guys, if your salespeople have an idea or if your management team has an idea, if a GSM or a GM is listening to this, listen to their idea. If your finance manager has an idea, listen to it, evaluate it, put it into place, see if it works, see if it makes a change. And if it doesn't, you can go back to doing your old ways or see if you can make adjustment to the old process. So guys, please listen to that. That's my rant this morning. So let's get into why consistency is key. All right, I'm gonna make it as quick as possible, but I want y'all to understand, I want everything in your process to be consistent. So we as salespeople, two, two months into the car business, six months in the car business, we're selling a lot of cars. We get to the point where we think we know everything about the car business. We know um, that if we eliminate this step or we don't do this, that we can sometimes save time. And what it does, and I've been in the car business for about seven or eight years now, is it costs you money because um, you're not being consistent with the process. It actually creates more time for you because if you didn't devalue the trade or if you didn't do your uh, job in uh, doing the um, uh, right, oh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, if you didn't do the, your job in um, um, picking out the right vehicle, you know, doing your right needs assessment or whatnot, that will cost you money. Because the reason why is, is if you're consistent in doing your um, needs assessment and you have a customer that walks in and they drive a limited vehicle, then all of a sudden you stick them in a limited vehicle and they go, well, that's out of my budget. Or, you know, I'm, I can't, I don't want to pay for that anymore. You, in all actuality, all they did was come in and they wanted to look at a base model car because even their lifestyle has changed or they just don't have no need for that anymore. And what you did is you've eliminated, you've wasted time because you already prejudged what the customer wanted and you didn't stick to consistency to the process. Same thing goes for the meet and greet. I don't know how many times as a manager, <clears throat> and I did this even as a salesperson because I listened to other salespeople or even a finance manager, is I heard the salesperson, you come up to the desk and all of a sudden you're asking for a pencil and the manager asks you, what does your, your uh, customer do for a living? Oh, I don't know. What's your customer name? I don't know. Because you weren't consistent in asking for that information. And the reason why you do that is it helps you throughout the whole entire process of why you're purchasing. So even down to the meet and greet of saying hello and how you say hello and what you say in your, in your uh, uh, presentation is you gotta be consistent even in that. And so let's move on even more. What goes on throughout the, the, the process of not only the intro, but the, the, um, the, uh, your, sorry, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. 
But even in the process of doing the, um, God, man, sorry guys, of doing, shit, of doing the needs assessment, sorry guys, I I deeply apologize, I'm just trying to think right now, of doing the needs assessment, it comes down to even that, next you go into the next step, is, you know, either um, devaluing the trade, doing a walk around. If you miss one key feature of doing a walk around, that might have been that that thing that they might have paid that extra $200 for or that extra $500 for, like you hooking up their navigation, or you showing them the remote start, or you showing them air conditioned seats. If you eliminate that one little process of not doing one little thing of your presentation and not finding out what their hot buttons does, that can cost you money, okay? Same thing goes if you don't devalue their trade. If you don't sit there and go over with your used car manager and you don't sit there and ride around with him and figure out that this back window doesn't roll down or that part of the AC or the defroster doesn't work, you are costing yourself dear money day in and day out, okay? Same thing goes for whenever you're doing the the, the presentation of the pencil. And so I'm going to go on a little quick thing right here. If your customer is not an internet customer and y'all have not negotiated prices before you got to the dealership, hit every customer at sticker. You're costing yourself money because you don't know what the sales, the customer is going to pay. Customer says, you know, you got to make me a good deal in order to buy today. Well, to you, a good deal is what they're going to pay sticker for because that at the end of the day is a good deal to you. It's not what the good deal is to the customers. It's what is the best deal for you. It's your commission. It's your paycheck. It's what you get paid on. Okay. So with that being said, if the customer sits there and says, I'm just looking for a good deal, and you come out and you give them all the money for the trade, and you eliminate your price by a thousand bucks, you're already, and I say this in the nicest tone manner, but you know, you have Asians out there, you have Patels, you have all sorts of you know, races and religions out there. If you don't hit everybody at sticker, you're costing yourself money, and you're also discriminating the customer. Because if you, at the end of the day, will hit a Hispanic customer higher than you'll hit a Patel customer, you're discriminating that customer, and you're you're eliminating what they're willing to pay for that vehicle. You need to make every customer earn the discount they're going to ask for from you. Don't give it to them right away, okay? So be consistent in that also. When you present those numbers, be cons- be consistent in your verbiage. Say every time, this is the market value for the vehicle. Based on the current condition, this is the market value for your trade-in. When you sit there and say, we're going to give you this value for the trade-in, you're acting as if you as a dealership is going to give them that money. No, that's the market value. We look at auction data. We look at you know uh, NADA. We look at everything to, to value the, the, the value of your vehicle. When you're consistent in that, you know what you said later on, okay? And what I mean, when you sit there and you're consistent in your verbiage, you don't ever catch yourself in a trap lying, okay? I'm one of those ones, I believe in being transparent. I don't believe in hiding anything like that. I don't believe in, you know, upselling uh, a window tent when they get there. Um, you know, if you all of a sudden got an internet lead and you want to sit there and say, well, you know, this is the price uh, before the window tent and all that stuff. Don't, don't do that. It's, it's transparency is key. It's what's happening in the modern day business. So be transparent in your, in your process. Um, but with that being said, be transparent with everything, or not transparent, being consistent with everything you with everything you do, even presenting the pencil, okay? And what that does, it helps you. Once you get the customer to say yes and you get them to uh, do everything, be consistent on how you do the credit application. Don't just have everybody fill out the top five, five lines. Have everybody fill out the full credit application. Unless they're outside financing, I know, but if they're sitting there financing with you, have them fill it out properly. It doesn't matter if they're an 800 beacon and they've been on the job one year, if the credit application says, if you haven't been at this job more than two years, 
You need to fill out something. Uh, you need to have a, a job before that. Don't act as if you know the, 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 that you're not going to do the process. Be consistent in that. Because what consistency also helps you do is it helps you uh, speed up the process. It, it helps you not go back and say, well, I missed that step, so I got to go back to this. Even down to the fact where you can do your VIN verification. Do a VIN verification. Do not take it off the invoice. It will bite you in the ass, okay? When you're doing your VIN verification, get the correct odometers, the correct odometer off, the odometer reading off the odometer, because the reason why, if you don't even do that and the deal goes into finance <clears throat> and the vehicle has 30 miles on it or 32 miles on it and your finance manager is a lazy fuck and he decides to put eight miles on that, that could cost you. But at the end of the day, if you did what you did and the finance manager decides to be a lazy fuck, and I'm not calling you finance managers lazy fucks, but I'm telling you, at the end of the day, if they put the odometer reading in, put it in there right. But it doesn't uh, hurt you when the customer comes back. Well, the vehicle when I left didn't have eight miles on it. It had, it had 75 miles on it. Well, if it's in the folder and you did your job, you were consistent in your process. So therefore, you find the flaw in what's going on. So at the end of the day, guys, be consistent in everything you do. One last little thing. I'm even talking about being consistent when you deliver the vehicle to the point where you know either you hook up their phones or you, you set the radio stations or whenever you're asking for that survey. Now some surveys will ask um, if you were coached. Um, do whatever you got to do to eliminate that verbiage and uh, be consistent in that. But what I mean by that is if you are sitting there and you know how to ask for a good survey, ask for it the right way. Say, hey, Mr. Customer, you're going to get a survey in the mail. Uh, it's basically a report card to uh, the owner of the dealership, to the dealership itself. And there's two questions or three questions or whatever it is, whatever the um, survey is, that you need to answer and be completely satisfied on or give me excellent ratings or give me a five-star review on. Make sure you do those. All the rest of them, you can answer however you want to. I hope you answer all of them with perfect uh, stars or excellent or whatnot. Because at the end of the day, I hope we've earned that. Not that we're, I'm, I'm forcing you to do this, not that I'm asking you to do this, but I hope that we earn that. But I, I want you to be prepared to get the survey. And if at this point in time, I haven't done everything to earn that, please let me know. Just please let me know what that, that may be. And you know, at the end of the day, it might be something simple where they go home and they go, hey, you know, I noticed uh, this little scratch on the door. Okay, well, let's come back, let's take a look at it. So if they can feel like that open level of communication is there, that you can, that they can come back and ask you, because you're consistent in how you presented um, them to fill out the survey. So um, let me look at what my time is on the podcast real quick. All right, I still got a little bit left. Um, be consistent even in that, because when you get the survey in and the owner sees it and they go, well, I, I don't understand. How did you get one star on this? Well, I, I told the sell, I told the customer, if you fill out the survey and you're not happy with this, to come back and see me. And, and there might have been something that was said in finance. There might have been something that was done in the delivery. You know, the person that got it might have not filled it out. You can figure out what that is and eliminate that so that that doesn't happen again. Uh, if you know that the deal is going to be a bad survey, no matter what you do, the customer is just a grumpy old, grumpy old piss or whatnot, uh, make sure you China that deal, send it to Bangkok so nobody ever receives that uh, survey. Uh, but with that being said, guys, make sure you're consistent in your whole entire process. It helps you out with everything. It helps you um, be a better salesman. It helps you be more efficient with your time. Um, it just helps with everything. Because I know when customers come into the dealership and you provide a consistent process, they're going to send somebody to you that is going to want that same consistent uh, process to get them in and out of the dealership as fast as possible. So um, <clears throat> with that being said, guys, 
and and the other thing it does help you the, the other thing it helps you out with is if you are consistent with your process and I'm going to do another episode on this but it's going to help you self-evaluate yourself so when you sit there and you're selling cars or you're doing anything in sales and you're consistent in the process it's easy to look back at whether you know it was a trade-in value or it was the payments or it was the needs assessment it allows you to sit back and self-evaluate what you did wrong in the process or if you didn't do any wrong anything wrong you can eliminate the fact that you did everything right and the customer just wasn't ready to buy at that point in time you know and and that's one of the things that consistency helps you do another thing that consistency helps you do is not only hold gross but it helps you get to levels where you want to be in the car business um, one thing I did is I was very consistent in my sales process and I learned it towards the end of my, my sales career of selling cars but when I got into finance what I did is my ego and my arrogance got the best of me and um, and what I did um, in my first two months in being in finance was horrible I, I thought I knew more than anything that anybody ever knew I thought I was this genius and that you know, I wouldn't have to learn anything in finance. It would just come to me naturally. But I, I got humbled very, very quickly. I learned that, you know, I got to be consistent, not only what I was doing on the sales floor, but I got to be consistent in being a finance manager. And so I, and this goes out to all you finance managers, whenever you're presenting product, present it the exact same way every time. Have the exact same gross, have the exact same rate every time. Because at the end of the day, all you're doing is you're, you're hurting your paycheck. And you know you might sit there and you upset a customer. You as a finance manager should know what your lines are to overcome certain objections because you are the one of the best closers in the dealership. But you know you got to be consistent even in that process too. And what that does is if you are consistent in sales and you're consistent in finance, when you get on the desk one day, you're going to be consistent consistent also. And what manager, what salespeople look at in managers is they look at. You know, is this manager going to be uh, one that's going to go out and fight the fight for me, or is he just going to sit there and and preach from the, preach from the pupil? And I'm one of those ones. I like to go out there and get in the fight with you. I like to see how, teach you how I'm going to be consistent, how I'm going to do exactly what I told you. Because at the end of the day, when you come to me and you didn't and you and you ask for a discount right away and you don't know the customer's name and you don't know um, um, the uh, customer where they work or what they do for a living. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and discount shit. I won't discount it anyways. But I'm not gonna sit there and make your job any easier. I'm not gonna let you walk out with a hundred dollar mini. You should value your time more than that. So let me do one last quick check to see what time I have left. I got about probably another two or three minutes left, maybe more than that. Um, but that's what I'm. That's what I mean about being consistent. If you come to me as a manager, I'm consistent on how I do every single one of my pencils. And let me get on to the sales managers real quick. If you sit there and you send out a pencil at zero dollars down and 75 months you have nowhere left to go so the only way you can go is what reducing your sell price at giving more for the trade calling for and asking for a bump that you don't deserve because you didn't do the process right okay so understand you as a manager even need to be consistent you need to give them two thousand four thousand six thousand dollars down whatever is the average for your area I highly recommend that you always do two three and four or two four and six whatever it may be because at the end of the day you as a you as a sales manager know the right words to say hey mr. customer every most people don't want to finance their tax time license so they at least put what their tax title license are down because you don't want to pay uh, uh, you don't want to pay a tax on a tax you don't want to pay an interest on a tax 
That just doesn't make any sense. And so that's why I always put $2,000, $3,000, $4,000. And also, it also looks a little bit better to the banks, and you also sometimes get a little bit better rates by the simple fact is, is you're already putting more money towards the vehicle, and you're reducing their risk of financing the whole amount plus tax time license. And when you're consistent in what you do as a sales manager, um, you know for a fact that if you go out there with zero dollars down, you have nowhere to go. You've already taken money out of your paycheck, the dealership's paycheck, the salesperson's paycheck. You've taken money out of everybody's paycheck by just do not doing that simple, consistent process of putting $2,000 down. All right, so guys, um, I think I'm about done. I can't think of anything more to say. Um, but please, everything, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not here to rant. But I don't sit there and write out a script on what I'm going to say because I actually recorded this episode earlier uh, last night. I'm recording on the way to work because I don't have a day off. But guys, if you just do the simple things in sales, in the car business, you will be successful. Consistency is one of those main things that if you just do it over and over and over and over again, your pipeline is going to be build up. If you make 10 phone calls a day and you're consistent on it every day, that pipeline is going to build up. If you make 100 phone calls, send out 10 text messages. If you're consistent in everything you do, that pipeline will build up. And you can't sit there and eliminate the fact that, you know, well, I made 10 phone calls yesterday, but the day before I didn't. So, you know, I'm just not going to make phone calls anymore. You got to be consistent. And it might take a month. It might take two months. There's a learning curve for everybody in the car business. Your learning curve might be a little bit greater than somebody else's. You might have to sit there and uh, make 100 phone calls more than the other person to be successful. So be consistent in everything you do. When you come in the morning, when you make your phone calls, be consistent. If you're going to go grab a cup of coffee, grab that same cup of coffee at the same time, okay? Be consistent in what you do, guys. So I'm going to leave you off with this because I know uh, this is just my favorite lines and my favorite sayings to say. Um, sales can be the, the hardest five-figure job or the easiest six-figure job. And I like to say what Sid Clevenger says. We all win when we all win. Share this episode. Um, hashtag CarSales101 if you can. And I'm going to leave you off with this. Peace.